and a very warm welcome to you wherever you are, dear listener. This is the new live program coming to you live from the heart of Nairobi. This is Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. We have a great show lined up for you. Thanks for joining us. I am your host, Monica Kamokwa. We are more than glad to have you on board. On the show today, Charles Omondi returns with the health talk and will be focusing on genetically modified foods, that is GMOs. Thereafter, as usual, Sister Becky Arunga will join us during the Bible segment. But before we do that, Faithful Today Quartet comes to us with the song Troubled in Mind. Sit tight and enjoy. I'm troubled, I'm troubled, I'm troubled in mind. If Jesus don't help me, I surely will die. I'm Laden with pride 
Dear listener, and now on Health Talk, Charles Omondi joins us with more on genetically modified foods, that is the GMOs. Stay tuned and be on the news. Remember, health is wealth. Development of genetically modified foods and their subsequent introduction into the world markets has raised concerns about their safety. Introducing foreign genes into a crop or animal has always generated debate, especially with regard to how the new gene will behave in its new environment and how the organism will respond to the introduced gene. Consumers are concerned about how that gene will affect the safety and quality of foods derived from the genetically modified crop or animal. Will such produce be toxic? Will it cause allergies, antibiotic resistance or genetic rearrangement in consumers resulting in abnormalities? While acknowledging the legitimacy of some of these concerns, biotechnology scientists are quick to reassure the public that genetically modified foods are safe for our consumption, given that they are produced after protracted study and research. The International Center for Acquisition of Agribiotic Application notes that foods derived from genetically modified crops undergo more testing than any other products in the history before entering the marketplace. The fact that they are approved by several international agencies such as the World Health Organization, the Food and Drug Agency of the USA, and the Food and Agricultural Organization is clear testimony to their safety. One of the biggest concerns relating to genetically modified foods is that an allergen, a protein that causes an allergic reaction, could be accidentally introduced into the genetically modified product. However, biotech scientists state that before the product is released into the market, it is exhaustively screened for allergenicity. The International Center for Acquisition and Agribiotic Applications states that a variety of tests and questions must be considered to determine whether the food poses any increased risk of allergenicity. Antibiotic resistance is another concern with genetically modified foods. The entire bioengineering technology involves horizontal transfer of genes across species, which is not possible through natural processes. To perform such a transfer, Biotech farms usually use viruses and bacterial pathogens as marker genes and perform a process they describe as shooting them into the cells of other species into which the new gene is to be implanted. A number of eminent scientists have expressed concern that the marker or antibiotic-resistant genes used can produce unforeseen results. Concerns have been raised that these marker genes could move from the genetically modified crops to microorganisms that normally reside in a person's gut and lead to an increase in antibiotic resistance. Concerned about the creation or spread of antibiotic-resistant viruses, 
biotech scientists have been called upon to abandon this technique. Some argue that it may be the reason a number of old diseases have come back in virulent forms. However, the biotech scientists state that the likelihood of antibiotic-resistant genes moving from genetically modified crops to any other organism is extremely remote and even in the unlikely event that an antibiotic-resistant gene is transferred to another organism, the impact of this transfer would be negligible as the markers used in genetically modified crops have limited clinical and veterinary use. For those of you who are just joining us, this is the new live program with me, Monica Kamoko, your host, coming to you live from Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. It is always a pleasure to have you with us. You haven't missed a lot. If you wish to drop your comments, suggestions, or questions, do so through the producer, Adventist World Radio, P.O. Box 42276, code 00100, Nairobi, Kenya, or email us at awrnairobi at eku.adventist.org. You're listening to the new live program coming to you live from the heart of Nairobi. This is Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. Don't change the channel. Now that that is off the way, here is a song, In the Garden, by Faith for Today, quoted. I come to the garden alone While the dew is still on the roses And the voice I hear falling on my ear The Son of God discloses Joy we share 
and he tells me I am his own. And the joy we share as we tarry My dear listener, thanks for choosing our station, We Are Because You Are. Right about now, join me as I welcome Sister Becky for the Bible segment. She will talk about worshipping the Lord. Be blessed. How great is our God who has enabled us to have some few moments to study his word and learn of his patient ways. Indeed, it is a blessing just to study and to know that this is the will of God in our lives. I am Becky Arunga. Shall we pray? Almighty and ever-living Father, great is thy faithfulness unto us for allowing us another opportunity to study your word and learn of that which you want us to do in our lives. Father, I pray that you may be found faithful even as we continually live in this world that is full of sin. May our fidelity to you be as that of the unchanging hills. Be with us till we come to a close, for I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Our study yet again based from the book of Job, just to learn some things from this faithful man who was able to stand firm for the truth and his belief in God, even though he was assailed by different adversities. We find that the devil himself went to God and charged Job with several accusations or allegations. But when God, and when God gave the devil a chance to take everything that Job had apart from his life, we see Satan plunging in with a lot of force and moving forth to ensure that he takes all that Job had. And when in the first instance he had not succeeded because Job, after all had been done to him, still said that naked I came from my mother's womb and naked shall I return there, the devil still proceeded forth with another charge. And this time his charge was based on Job's body, his physique as a person. And Job chapter 2 Verse 1 brings again another concept that the devil is coming in and it says, Again there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came also among them to present himself before the Lord. And the Lord said to Satan, From where do you come? So Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro on the earth, and from walking back and forth to eat. Then the Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job? And there is none like him on the earth, a blameless and upright man, one who fears God and shuns evil, and still he holds fast to his integrity, although you incited me against him to destroy him without cause. A beloved, yet again we see God bringing another biography about Job. He is still stating the facts of Job's integrity and character. 
and this notwithstanding the fact that job had been severely tested by the losing of his children the losing of his property and still he remained alone but fell down before god and worshiped even amidst all the adversity that he went through god still says that job is faithful he has integrity he eschews evil and yet again the devil comes with a charge Surely he is always in the business of charging us. He's always in the business of ensuring that a fault is found in us, essentially accusing us. Verse 4 says, So Satan answered the Lord and said, Skin for skin, yes, all that a man has he will give for his life. But stretch out your hand now and touch his bone and his flesh, and he will surely cast you to your face. Something that comes out clearly is that the devil is aware that we esteem our physique that we esteem our health that we love our bodies we shall do anything to make them look good and that is what in fact is happening in our world this day the god of fashion is highly worshiped as people attempt to find means and ways of clothing their bodies or even making their appearance to outshine or outdo that of other people because it is our body that people encounter the very first moment they see us and so often times you have given much to it and so god is saying verse 6 the lord say to satan behold he is in your hand but spare his life so satan went out from the presence of the lord and struck job with painful boils from the sole of his foot to the crown of his head and he took for himself a potsherd with which to scrape himself while he sat in the midst of the ashes then his wife said to him do you still hold fast your integrity curse god and die beloved that statement brings to view the very controversies that surround us many times many afflictions come about us the affliction come to us and we expect that god is going to deliver us from them but sometimes we are just not prepared for the afflictions and when they come even our friends our very close friends turn against us of christ he wrote that even his friend the one who shared his meal with him has turned his heel against him just to show that there comes a time when we need to make our own personal stands there comes a time when we need to be alone in god's presence there comes a time when despite what people are saying around us we know that we have to have the savior nothing to be between us and our god and so job's wife having lost faith when everything was falling and being torn asunder he she told job are you still holding fast your integrity curse god and die and then you realize that job answers by saying but he say to her you speak as one of the foolish women speaks shall we indeed accept good from god and shall we not accept adversity just to bring to us the fact that when we trust and believe in god we take both good things and adversity from him it is from god that all blessings flow thereby it follows that even in joy or in sorrow he is still our god in sickness or in health he is still our god in poverty or in wealth he remains to be the supreme god in times of weakness as in times of strength he is our god our help in times of trouble we know many other things that challenge us sometimes 
our academic life comes and we are challenged and you're struggling with whether you're supposed to use some additional material to help you pass exam or you are to trust in God to lead you all the way. Sometimes there is a promotion you're waiting for in the office. You wonder whether you should use underhand means like going even to the extent of even following the spiritual world or you're going to wait patiently upon the Lord to exalt you in his own time. Beloved, it is sweet to trust in God. It is sweet to hold fast your integrity because a time is coming that is full of trouble, a time of sorrow, a time that many shall depart from the faith. But God is looking for they that are able to stand, that are going to be faithful unto death. That which God requires of us is faithfulness. Revelation Chapter 2, verse 10, records something that we can learn equally from the story of Job regarding how he was able to overcome the wiles that the devil was bringing unto him. And this is what the Bible has to say. Do not fear any of those things which you are about to suffer. Indeed, the devil is about to throw some of you into prison that you may be tested, and you will have tribulation ten days. Be faithful unto death, and I will give you the crown of life. The devil is about to throw some to prison. There are those things that we are about to suffer. But God has this promise, this steadfast promise that stands for sure. Be thou faithful unto death, and you shall receive the crown of life. I do not know what you want. The things of this earth are temporal. They are fleeting. Trust in Jesus. Trust in God. Keep his commands. Be faithful. No matter the adversity on the way, be faithful even unto death. And a crown of life is waiting. If you are faithful to God, hold fast to your integrity. Hold fast to your integrity because it shall be the demarcating factor at the time of trouble. I pray that God may help you this day to be faithful, to hold fast your integrity, even as you wait for the blessed hope of Christ's soon return. Let us pray. Our dear Heavenly Father, you are our help in ages past. You are our rock, our shield, and our comfort. Thank you for every good and every perfect gift. Thank you that you have assured us that when we are faithful unto death, there is a crown of life in waiting. And the beauty of it all is that you are with us and you shall neither leave us nor forsake us. Lord, in you we place all our trust. Carry us with you wherever you go and guide and order all our steps according to your law. To this end, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you very much for finding time to study God's word together. Faithfulness is the mark of excellence in the kingdom of God. Till next time, be blessed. Thank you for staying tuned throughout the show. I hope you're blessed just like I was. 
Your feedback is important to us. So don't forget to send us your views, comments, or questions about the show through the producer, Adventist World Radio, P.O. Box 42276, code 00100, Nairobi, Kenya. Email us at awr nairobi at eku until next time, I have been your host, Monica Kamokwa. God bless you abundantly. I'm troubled, I'm troubled, I'm troubled in mind. If Jesus don't help me, surely will die. I'm troubled, I'm troubled, I'm troubled in troubled Give
my Savior, on thee I 